Talk about the atmosphere here. Like, how do you cultivate an atmosphere like the one we have at Say Yes? Well, I think the love is real here. People don't genuinely care about each other. Um, but before that, like, there's it starts to me with, I guess, infrastructure on being a good employer. Right? Like, we're always going to pay well. We're going to be above market. We're going to do market assessments. We're going to be a generous employer and generous when it terms it comes to PTO and your benefits, things like that. But I think there, like, we want people to learn and grow and evolve and be his or her best self. And you do that through the measures we have in place, um, allowing people to be themselves, no code switching, be your best self every day. And let's focus on that, focus on strengths, professional development budgets, self-care, racial equity committees, all the things we put into place so that people can feel safe, that you can take risks here, that there's, if you want to progress in your career, you know, 90% of our promotions have come internal. That's a nurtured environment so people can progress in their careers often outside of the program they started mm -hmm. first episode of the future starts here say yes buffalo podcast today we are here with dave russ our ceo dave how are you doing today good maddie how are you thanks for having me thank you we're happy to have you here and i'm doing good so we're just gonna get right into it let's go so tell me about your journey here at say yes you've been here since the beginning talk about it a little bit for us yeah it's been an awesome journey you know just looking back 10 11 years now just a few of us sitting around a conference table to where we are today with 175 team members and probably 25 more coming in the next few months. I think that's a great part of the Say Yes story, how strong an employer we are, a place where people can be themselves and grow and thrive and develop professionally and have a chance to be promoted here or to take up leadership opportunities elsewhere in town so that we're a stronger community. But looking back 10 years ago, it was hard to envision any of that, right? Yeah. Uh, so the journey started you know, a little over 11 years ago when George Weiss and Say Yes to Education selected Buffalo to be the second national Say Yes city. Um, and that was a point in time when Buffalo wasn't getting a lot of national or philanthropic attention. We were starting to rebound by some measurable accounts, uh, but we had a couple challenges in front of us, one being that the graduation rate in Buffalo Public Schools had fallen to 49%. Mm -hmm. So we had a cliff coming in terms of good-paying jobs coming in the region. Like some studies were calling for 165,000 job openings with two-thirds requiring a post-secondary credential. And you know, those of us that are from Buffalo and the region, I think we're proud to be here, and Buffalo's really good about talking about what we're good at. Mm -hmm. I think the challenge is talking about where we need opportunities to improve, and like 100,000 people weren't moving here. So we had a chance to take a focus on how we grow in our own workforce with a focus on equity, and that was around the students that are in the Buffalo Public Schools. So we went to work on that. Uh, we earned uh, the Say Yes Award, which allowed us to seed the initial programs that we put into place. Initially, we started with Things like our amazing family support specialists who are heroes. Um, I'm going to come back to them in a, moment, in a moment, but building out mental health clinics in every public school building, legal clinics, um, and then growing the work from there. You know, as we had some early successes and the public schools were an amazing partner of ours. Um, there's still board members there like Sharon Cotman was there when we launched this. There's cabinet members like Dr. Williams, who's now superintendent, and Dr. Yes. Crestes, who helped us launch all this important work, and we grew it. You know, community schools came online, mentoring and internships came online, most recently three-year-old programs and modern youth apprenticeship, which is doubling down on our ability to connect graduates of the Buffalo Public Schools to employment tracks and business operations and IT 
in advanced manufacturing, all paying good wages with a chance to provide yourself a great life. Like we all want similar things. So the growth trajectory has been awesome. The same point in time back in the day, you know, we had fundraised for initial scholarship. So when we applied to be a Say Yes community, we had to match what they were putting um, at the table. So that was $15 million. Um, our community foundation, led by Clotilde at that point in time, raised the bulk of that. Then we raised another 15 to have a 10-year run at scholarships and see if this would work. And, you know, you know the outcomes at this point. You know, the, the graduation rate in the public schools has gone up 30 percentage points. Wow. Post-secondary <laughs> matriculation is up 23 percent. Completion is up 18 percent. So we've been able to move the needle on things that are hard to do in communities. Um, and we have done it in full partnership. Like, nobody can tackle this stuff alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a beauty of the model, you know, bringing together. We're a resource-rich community. We have great nonprofits. We've got strong elected officials. The city of Buffalo, Erie County, the public schools have been great partners. Philanthropy, parents, union leadership, student voice, continuously bringing together strong partners there. State government, I can't speak enough about the role that Majority Leader Crystal People Stokes and Senator Kennedy have played in supporting our organization and helping us grow. And, you know, collectively meeting with our partners with the common goal of more high school graduates, more post-secondary graduates for a strong, healthy economy and educational system in Buffalo. So, it's been an awesome journey. It's far from done, right? None of us are building yeah. statues of themselves. We still have real challenges in front of us in the mm-hmm. last three years, so more than ever, and we know what those are. But we feel we've got infrastructure in place and proven results to continue to help students and families. And I guess I'll close this first question with the infrastructure. You know, there's we didn't come up with the idea of a scholarship promise. Like we stand on communities like Kalamazoo, Michigan, and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania that launched their promise programs first, and they are awesome. They're best in class. Buffalo is too. We're well-known around the country now for our work. I think something that's always separated Buffalo is if you are a student in fifth grade and you need that Saturday Academy, you need to work with someone to get you, you know, something so you feel clean the next day or the proper hair product that you need. That's the role of family support specialists and community school navigators and their heroes. Mm -hmm. And that's what separates, say, us Buffalo from other scholarship programs around the country. So it's been a gift and an incredible investment, and I think no more important investment that we can make uh, in this community because if you break it down, there's your place and there's your people. There's your infrastructure, and our people are our intellectual infrastructure. And if we focus on those, we're going to do better, and that's what we've tried to do for 10-plus years now, Maddie. Yes. I'm happy you talked about what separates Say Yes from other programs because we really have to, you know, get into that. For me personally, I love coming in to work. You know, of course, with COVID happened, we had to work from home and things of that nature. But I find myself now just every day coming into work, coming into the office. Like, um, talk about the atmosphere here. Like, how do you cultivate an atmosphere like the one we have at Say Yes? Well, I think the love is real here. People don't genuinely care about each other. Um but before that, like there's, it starts to me with, I guess, infrastructure around being a good employer, right? Like we're always going to pay well. We're going to be above market. We're going to do market assessments. We're going to be a generous employer and generous when it terms comes to PTO and your benefits, things like that. But I think there, like we want people to learn and grow and evolve and be his or her best self. And you do that mm-hmm. through the measures we have in place, um, allowing people to be themselves, no code switching, Be your best self every day, and let's focus on that. Focus on strengths, professional development budgets, self-care, racial equity committees, all the things we put into place so that people can feel safe, that you can take risks here, that there's, if you want to progress in your career, like, you know, 90% of our promotions have come internal. That's a 
a nurtured environment so people can progress in their careers, often outside of the program they started mm-hmm. in. So equally, if people want to move on in their careers elsewhere, we fully support that, right? And that could be public sector, it could be leadership positions. So we've really tried to grow and nurture um, a welcoming environment forever where people feel safe and secure, they can thrive and be you know, his or her best self. And there's a lot of measures we could do in that. You know them. I spoke to some mm-hmm. of them. Yes. But um, that is, to me, when you go around, like people ask you two things, right? Like, how are mm-hmm. you and how's your job? Yeah. And if we can't answer that second one well, we're sunk. We need ambassadors everywhere for this important work. Mm-hmm. It's about hope, positivity, expectation change, backed by resources, because everyone has potential, not everyone's been given opportunity. So mm-hmm. our team carries that message. And we need to do that here, continue to give people opportunity. And there's more to come, right? Like, we don't ever want to just stop. I think there's more and more we can do to be a strong employer. Um, I think one of the big shifts we made a few years back to was bringing Colin on board. I think he's been an amazing proactive yes. HR director. Um, there's a lot the field can learn from him, and he's grown his team too. So that's been an awesome part of the uh, the evolution of growth too. It allows you to bring in good people to, to lead important work for us. Yes. You talked about um, internal promotions. So I just want to um, focus on utilizing the um, our scholars or our alum. Um, it's about what? 10 of us that now work for Say Yes. Talk about using the in-house talent and why it's important to use your in-house talent. Well, there's great talent in Buffalo, period. Here, elsewhere, I think we all see that regularly. We have amazing talent here at Say Yes, and that is people that are respected and liked and really Mm -hmm. understand community and want to do good work here. So, you know, our ability to hire our scholars is amazing, you know. Our ability to help scholars get to their next position is equally important as people look to lead. Our ability to help connect our scholars to jobs, whether it's through apprenticeship or internships, it's a game changer, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really important at this point in time that we don't discard anybody in the country, that we continue to learn and listen from each other. And we've got to find more spaces to do that. And work is often the best way to do that. You know, I'm always mm-hmm. struck by that report the Community Foundation did a few years ago. And it's about the, the racial equity divide in this community. And it's you yeah. can go around you know, nine out of 10 days and not have a meaningful engagement with somebody who looks different from you. Mm -hmm. It's hard to learn and understand the challenges that are in front of us, whether it's uh, economically or racially, without taking Mm -hmm. the time to listen and learn from each other. And then finally, I would say, you know, we learn our best from young people. They're creative, they're innovative, they don't want to wait, people want change. So we're a better employer because of the, the young alumni that we've been able to bring in. I can't wait to continue to support that, to nurture it, and also see where else our our alumni go. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where we all go. You're a great example of that, Maddie. You know, (laughs) started Community School Navigator. We were very lucky to have you and pivot into communications, which is your passion, (laughs) a place you always wanted to work. And you're thriving, right? People respect you and look at the work you're doing. So it's pretty awesome. Yes, I'm excited. I'm just happy to see where I, uh, you know, come from just starting as an intern. Um, I don't know if you remember, but there was a board at 712 on Main Street at the old location. And I will always do that. I can't wait till I could write my name on the board and move my cliff over to say that I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) I was so excited about that. And, you know, obviously we don't have that now, but it's just more so being in the office now it's just a great feeling this is what I worked hard for and you know uh, and I believe this and everyone says this that like when you make a promise you stick to it and you made a promise and you stick to it and that goes a long way for me um and so I need your perspective on these three things that people say about say yes (laughs) so the first one is say yes is a unicorn say yes is a place where you never say no and then when you drink the say yes (laughs) kool-aid you can never stop drinking it so do you believe those to be true um, 
the unicorn one, I'll start there. And then I think the Kool-Aid one, I guess those kind of go hand in hand. Um, so we are, you know, recently ranked the top employer for large employers in the, the region. We don't take part, take in that survey every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think we do it to pat ourselves on the back. We really want to get a pulse on where we are as an organization. Yeah. So as you know, we put a lot of time and work into being a good employer and it's intentional. So it was awesome to see that we finished number one. I didn't expect that. I didn't know where we would finish. These have been a tough couple of years period, but I do know we've worked really hard to support our team. And it was awesome to see that our team feels that, right? And to see some of the results that it came out. And so when it comes to the Kool-Aid, I think when people come here, I want them to see excellence in the workplace, right? Again, I've talked a lot about our people and how we support our our team, Mm -hmm. um, but that we bring excellence to our work every day. And it shows that we come prepared, that we show up early, that we work hard. We often say, Say us as a lifestyle, not a job, it that is. we're of community and we care. Like all these things come through. And I do think that is noticed and that's why people, you know, feel that. And mm-hmm. I hope that goes elsewhere, right? So I think there's other great places to work in town. I don't think we're um, unique in just that regard. Mm-hmm. But I do think that as people see what we do well, that can go to other places and we can continue to have more say us type environments um, in the city and in the region. Yes. And then what was the middle question, Maddie? And then say this is a place where you never say no. Well, we've said no to a few <laughs> things, right? Like there's, but I mean, if you have opportunity, it's in front of you and you can do more. It's a really good thing. It's good for students. It's good for families. It's good for our school district. It's good for our city. So if it makes sense and it's in line with our mission, even if we may not be ready immediately in a month mm-hmm. or a year might be better <laughs> from now, when opportunity strikes and we've had success, I think it's good that we think long and hard about it. And we have definitely said yes a lot more than no. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's how you grow. And that's how it gives you the opportunity to thrive and have more impact, which we're all looking for. So not that we will never say no, but I think we rarely do. <laughs> yes, I think you guys really do say no. Um, but I think it's really just say yes just gives a seat to everybody at the table. And I think that's important. I think that's what other organizations in Buffalo need to just give everybody a seat at the table. It's important for everyone's voice to be heard. And you guys do a great job with that here. So not saying that you don't say no, but for me, you guys have never said no. I can, <laughs> I can attest to that, but just, um, you know, just coming with my ideas or just my intentions that I have just with communications or with other students that come after me, I think you guys have been extremely supportive and that's why, you know, I keep coming back. So I guess I keep drinking and say it's Kool-Aid because now it's like, um, the way it was paid for me and now I'm able to pave the way for others. Well, we're smart to listen. I mean, some of the best ideas we've had have not come from me. Health homes that came from one of our family support specialists, or amazing three-year-old classrooms that came from Jelena and the yes. team. Like incredible ideas. And, you know, I was visiting a classroom last week, and, you know, we're winding down this endowment campaign. I mean, think about how powerful it is to think about these three-year-olds that have the promise of apprenticeship, a certificate, yeah. a two-year degree or a four-year degree for them. It's going to be here beyond all of us. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. So tell us where you see Say Yes Buffalo in 10 years. So I started looking back 10 years, and I couldn't have envisioned this, although I had a feeling we would be successful. And it's hard to vision out 10 more years. What I can confidently say is that we will continue to grow, um, and we're going to continue to think big and think aspirationally, and that will likely lead to some program elements that we can't envision today use of technology that we can't envision today. Yeah. Um, and probably expansion to potentially other communities that we can't see today. So mm-hmm. as long as we're here, we're going to continue to grow and innovate and evolve. Um, and it'll be awesome to do this 10 years from now and see what's been added. Yes, that'll be crazy. 
<laughs> do you have anything that you would like to tell us that I didn't ask you about today? You do a great job with these interviews, Maddie. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I try. Um, and I think you really hit the, the essence of this work that we do and uh, really highlight the work of our team, again, trying to provide opportunity to everybody because there's amazing talent and potential. And you know, that's our job to nurture that and bring it out for everyone. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome, Maddie. Thank you. Well, if you want to know more about the Future Stars Here podcast, visit our website at sayisbuffalo.org or follow us on Instagram or Facebook at sayisbuffalo.